Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Michael McCurry, your host. I'm so very thankful for the opportunity that you've given me to speak to you today. I'm going to encourage you to grab your Bibles and turn to the book of Mark chapter number one. The book of Mark chapter number one, I'm going to join you there in just a moment. Before I do so, let me tell you about a book that has been a blessing to me over the last little while, a book written by a friend of mine. It's amazing how authors, almost even if you don't know them, they seem to become friends as you continue to read their works and you're like, I feel like I'd really like this person. Well, I actually do really like this person. He wrote this book. His name is Bob DeWitt, as he's often known, Baji Bob DeWitt. I had the opportunity, not too long ago, to go to the country of Myanmar, Burma, the country that Baji Bob is a missionary and has a phenomenal, you can tell it when, you, when you're around him, even when you're not in country with him, you can tell that Bob has such a burden for the Burmese people. And he wrote a book, it may be a series at some point, I think he's working on the second one, called The Golden Land Chronicles. The Golden Land Chronicles, of course, realized that the nation of Myanmar, Burma, is called the Golden Land. He realized there's the Golden Triangle over there, and I think that's what Laos and Thailand and Burma, forgive my geography there, I think I'm correct. But anyway, Baji is such a storyteller. He does a phenomenal job. One of the amazing things about Baji is that when he tells a story, he actually leaves out half the good stuff. I've been around some people. I've heard it put this way about Baji. There are some people, you'll go on a missions trip, you'll go on a, a, a some sort of excursion with them, adventure. And when they come back and you hear them tell the story of the adventures and misadventures, it seems like they elaborate a little bit. They uh, gild the lily. They uh, get a little hyperbolic. They get a little exaggeratory. I don't think any of those last two words, I don't know. But with Baji, you actually have to worry about him not telling all of the nitty-gritty details that are so very interesting. Uh, for instance, I, 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 haven't, I don't think I've gotten there yet But in the book. I, I'm reading it. But to my knowledge, from what I'm told... And the, this is almost told to me by other people, not even by Baji. He, he, he has told the story in my, in my hearing. But there's a story of Baji. He was out in the bush, out in the, out in the jungle. And I'm not going to do just this story, but there was a tiger who had gotten a taste for a man, for a human. And from what I understand, it killed one of the ladies of the village there. And so the villagers decided it's got to go. And you realize in Burma, the only people that are really allowed to have guns are the military, which it's very interesting that they had a military coup, uh, maybe because the people weren't able to defend themselves. But regardless, that aside, we're not going to get political on the program today. They didn't have gun weapons to defend themselves. And so they're one-on-one, -on -one, of course, helpless. Two-on-one, -on -one, helpless. But the whole village banded together. And they took bamboo rods. They took spears. And they went out and they beat the bush. They found this tiger, tracked it down, surrounded it, and had a slowly ever shrinking circle until they were close enough to it that the people on the back end of the tiger, the, the non-bitey end, the, the end that doesn't go chomp chomp, they would start to poke it and beat it and spear it. 
And then when it turned around, all angry, of course, there's so many meal options in front of him, but they're all very pointy because they have their spears. Then when the people on the other end got its attention and it flipped around, then the people on the other side got closer and they started beating it and started poking it with spears and started trying to bleed it out and trying to kill it. And long story short, Baji was right there in the mix. And can I tell you, he was probably the tastiest looking snack of them all because Baji is about, he's close to my height. I'm about 6'2 or so. And we are a little fuller of frame and taller than the average Burmese person. I think I'm a Southeast Asian 3XL. And so that tiger was probably thinking, if I'm going to kill anybody, I'm going to kill this dude right over here. He looks like he'd make the best meal. But he's right there in the mix with his spear, borrowed spear. I don't think he traveled with one normally and they finally they kill this tiger and we're talking a massive tiger not not some small little house cat this was the real deal big enough to kill a woman and they offered the villagers of course you realize the deference that the, 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 the kind people of Asia have and they offered the pelt to Baji Bob and he wisely said I don't think I'm gonna get that back through customs and so all he walked away with was a tooth I don't know if it's a mandible or I'm, I'm not familiar with dental work, but it's this massive tooth that's uh, it's, it's probably almost maybe three inches long or so. And uh, he had it coated so that it wouldn't rot or anything. And I've seen that tooth and I've heard the story. And so Baji is a phenomenal storyteller and it comes through in print. Let me encourage you to get this book. And if you have any questions about how to get it, maybe you can contact me. You can shoot me a text at 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. Currently, I'm on this kick where I've got like four or five different books I'm working on. Some fiction, some nonfiction, some things like this, certainly nonfiction. And uh, so anyway, I haven't finished any of them in the last week or two. So I'm chipping away. But anyway, appreciate so much the fact that you would join me today on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Remember, you can get free tracks, free gospel tracks at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. If you have any questions about that, text me at 309 Three one six seven two four zero. Again, one more time. Three zero nine three one six seven two four zero. Now let's jump in to Mark chapter one. Let me give you just a quick. We're not going to read all the way down to Mark, Mark chapter one verse nine. We read that yesterday. I'll review with you and say that in verse number one of Mark one, we see the purpose for the book, for the Bible in general. The purpose is, of course, to lift up Christ. Mark chapter one verse one does say this: the beginning of the gospel of who. Jesus Christ. Certainly not Michael McCurry. Certainly not you fill in your name with a blank. No, no. It's about Jesus Christ. That's all it's ever been about. The Son of God. Then we see in verse number two, the prophecy. And then two and three, we see the preparation. Verse number four, we see the preaching. And, and the uh, verse number five, or the, the, the tail end of verse number four, we see a potential problem with baptism. And realize, of course, that baptism is not required for salvation. We talked about that, I believe, last week. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me by text, or you can go to listen to the podcast version of the broadcast. Just search for Bible Tract Echoes on your favorite podcast, and it'll be archived there. You can go back and even 
even by the title, you can tell. It'll say something about a potential problem there. Mark chapter 1, verse 5, we talked about popularity and the fact that popularity does not equal spirituality, does not equal the touch of God. Verse number 6, we talked about a peculiar personality. Who was that? John the Baptist in camel skins and eating locusts and all those types of things. Verse number 7, we talked about the power source. The power of the gospel isn't the word, not the worker. We preach Christ. Verse number 8, we talked about, we asked you, what would you prefer? Would you prefer the touch of God or the touch of man? Would you prefer the acclamation, the affirmation of man? Or would you prefer God to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant? And then yesterday, we talked about a pivot, a transitional verse. Verse number 9, join me there, and we'll read verse number 9 and 10. Listen now. Verse number 9, it came to pass in those days, that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. Verse number nine, verse number ten. And straightway, coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opened and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. I think we need to read verse number eleven for the context. And there came a voice from heaven saying, "Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased." In verse number ten and eleven, we see the presence. The presence of what? the trinity realize as christians we serve a triune god i'm not going to take the time to give you all the illustrations today of how we could describe a trinity because at the at the end of the day we can't we can't describe how god can be three distinct and one at the same time we i have a hard enough time being one person i i i i don't think i'm bipolar necessarily but i can tell you what i can be certainly double-minded sometimes i have a hard time just staying on one track much less being three distinct and one at the same time and yet god somehow accomplishes it and at the end of the day the, there are some things in the bible that we have to take by faith certainly there's so many amazing things, even scientific things that can be can be gleaned from Scripture. I think of the verse that says, the life of the flesh is in the blood. And you think back even just a couple hundred years ago, they were bleeding people. They were leeching people to try to draw the bad humors out, to draw the bad blood out, quote unquote. Can I tell you, friend, the Bible had it right 2,000 plus years ago, the life of the flesh is in the blood. And actually, that verse, I believe in the Old Testament, was from more, way more than 2,000 years ago. God knows how the human body works. Friend, he made it. But you say, can I really trust that there is a, a triune God? Well, we see here God the Son, Jesus Christ, here in Mark. We see the Holy Spirit descending like a dove. We see God the Father saying, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. We see the three distinct parts of the Trinity here, and yet they are all divine. They are all, I shouldn't say divine. They are not just divine. They are a deity as well. And I think of, let's see here, I'm looking for the verse. I don't, I did not write it down back in Genesis when God said, you know, I'm going I'm to find it here real quick. Genesis chapter number, let's see, chapter number two. No, that's not what I'm looking for. Man, oh man, it'd be nice if I wrote these things down. In short, you'll trust me. Will you? The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 or chapter number 2, let us make man in our image. Who is God talking to? Was it, did he have a mouse in his pocket? No, friend. God was talking amongst himself. Let us make man in our image. In the one minute that I have left, can I encourage you that there is nothing better that you can have in your life than the presence 
of Almighty God and realize that He is everything that you need. He is God the Father. He is also God the Son, the Savior. He is also God the Holy Spirit, that comforter that was sent when God the Son went back to heaven. At the end, we'll talk about that later on in Mark, much later on. But as Jesus Christ ascended, what did he say? He promised them, uh, ascended. What, did, what happened? He promised them. There will be a comforter that will come. God, the Holy Spirit, I'm so very thankful for the fact that we do serve a triune God. Let me encourage you today, if you have questions about any of this that I've talked about, whether it be about the book that I mentioned, whether it be about this study in the book of uh, Mark, if you're actually trying to figure out what verse it was, let me know. I'll find it. Now, as soon as I end this broadcast, I guarantee you I'm going to find that verse, but I guarantee it's in the Bible, all right? Let us. If you would, join us tomorrow on the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. I want to thank you so much for taking of your time and joining me here today. Let me encourage you to have a great day for His glory. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 309- 828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.